0: Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. everybody, Fire the Cannon, it has been a couple of weeks, not as long as the last time since we talked to you, um, but a couple of weeks have passed since our last episode of Fire the Cannon. Jeremy Hubbard here, joined alongside, once again, Brett Swinney from NetSEN. Brett, how are you tonight?
1: I'm doing good, doing good, uh, getting uh, towards the end of basketball season. We got uh, one more week, I guess, of uh, some hoops, and uh, kind of the off-season, uh, for me at least, we'll... We'll be doing games through the baseball and softball season. But uh I'm looking forward to some uh some more free time, maybe to talk some uh some wrestling on some other show we have.
0: Yeah, man, no doubt. You know, it's it's funny because you you mentioned that it's kind of the off season for you. I would argue at Brookhill, it's the busy season, and that's we're gonna kind of see that today because we got a lot to talk about and a lot of different things. And so we 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 wanna wrap up obviously the basketball seasons for our guys and our girls as uh, both teams finished up this past week. Um, which leads us to more mo, uh, more sports getting started. Baseball and softball. Baseball's been playing. Softball's going to get their first game in later today. If you're listening on Tuesday, uh, soccer their first playoff games are tonight. If you're listening on Tuesday, once again, golf's going on. Tracks going on. Tennis is going on. Brett, there's everything going on. So even though you're going to have some time off, uh, this is kind of the the wacky part of the year uh for Brookhill folks, especially with Spark coming up next week and spring break after that. And I tell people, Brett, if you can make it, if you're a Brookhill student or a teacher, if you make it to spring break, you got it whooped. Because we're gonna come back and there's about uh, maybe seven or eight weeks left, but not a lot. And so um, it's a,
1: lot, a lot to get into that seven or eight weeks, Jeremy.
0: <laughs> listen, there is and and you know you you've never really been a part of this, but you know, if, if you're a spring sport coach trying to get all your games in and get everybody you know, the work they need before you get to the district part of the schedule and the and the uh the playoffs. It's kinda of hectic. And and I'll be honest, I love it. Um my kids are involved in a bunch of different things in the spring and, and it's a fun time. And I think the people that uh their kids are doing those things, they love it too. We you know we host it feels like 38 track meets, but I think it's just four track meets we're hosting. But we're adding two more this year because we're hosting the district track meet for our district. And um so those those days go by pretty quickly. Um, so it'll be fun and a lot of good stuff going on. But let's just go ahead and jump in, Brett, and let's talk about basketball wrapping up last week and, and let's let's start with the guys because you know the the guys going into the playoffs, the district beside us was so stinking good. They have Lubbock Trinity, who was the one seed, um, who has just been dominating people over there. But the number two and three teams were tied, uh, Grace Prep out of Arlington. And Colleyville Covenant were tied. They had a playoff game, and Grace Prep won that game. So it meant our guys had to go on the road to take on Grace Prep, who's a top five or six team in the state. Um, and it's a team that scores a ton of points. And just as Coach Agnew always does, Brett, he, he found the right game plan to give his team the best chance to succeed. And without going in and replaying the entire game, it was a – I think it was a 19-16 to 16 game at the half or something like that. We were down by two or three. Um, Came back air, and
1: took the air out of the ball, Jeremy. So oh man, just
0: yeah, no, dude. And it was run to perfection. We'll talk about that in a second. But we were we were tied going to the fourth quarter with those guys, um, and and had some opportunities down the down the stretch to win the game. But the the final ended up being thirty two to thirty. Grace Prep won. But you're talking, Brad, about you. You mentioned taking the air out of the ball, but man, they ran that triangle offense sometimes for a minute and a half or two minutes at a time. And uh, one thing I give Coach Agnew credit for any day of the week is exploiting the other team's weaknesses and getting his team to execute it. And, and he did it to perfection and gave us a chance to win a game that not a lot of people probably thought we had a chance to win.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, going into a, I talked to several coaches, uh, girls, uh, also about playing in grace prep, tough place to go in and play. Uh, it just, it really is. And so to go in and, you know, they lose a game by two points. I mean, that's, it's a tough way to lose. Uh the way they lost it, you know, had some free throws at the end. They weren't able to execute those. And that's a tough way to lose. But I mean, if you're gonna go on the road, I mean you went out with everything you had. You know, you know, didn't you know, you got a team like that. And I think Coach Agnew will admit, you know, throughout the season, the thing they struggled at is finding that number two guy. Beck Beck yep. played well all year, just didn't have that consistent score. Um And so being able to game plan something to go in to a place like uh, Grace Prep and have a chance to win the game at the end. I mean, that's all you can ask as a coach.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, to kind of put in perspective, Prince of Peace is a team in our district that we lost to twice that is a top four or five team in the state as well. And the and next week, they were good. Yeah. I saw them in person. No, yeah. Prince of Peace was good. And, and Grace Crib beat them by 18 the next week. I, I saw that score. I was like, wow. Was so it, I think that, you know, I was there in person watching the game, the boys' game, obviously. And there was a moment there where the look of, oh, no, we're about to get beat was on their head coach's face pretty quick. Like it was early because, because, you know, teams try to run up and down with a team like that, and you can't do it. You can't run up and down the floor with, that, with those guys. And Prince of Peace found that out the next week, by the way. I mean, yeah,
1: that's what they play. They played it up and down south. Because
0: they wanted to run up and down. And so Coach Agnew took the air out of the ball. The guys bought into the game plan. They executed And here's what's funny is those guys all week long. You know, my kids on the team, right? And, and Luke was saying all week long, we're going to win. We're going to win. We're going to win. Now, first off, Kudos, to Coach Agnew, for getting guys to to buy in to the system enough that we're going to win the game. Not just we're going to keep it close; we're going to win it, right? Yeah. Um, but then for me to go out and execute it, and and it's you know it's one thing to say you're going to hold the ball, but holding the basketball is hard to do. Like people don't realize that sometimes. It's you you get you get high school kids to hold the basketball and and eat clock. That's hard to do. That's they just that, want to that, shoot <laughs> it. It's they, they can't <laughs> help it. We'll, we'll talk about our game in a minute, but we saw that in our game too, right? Like you just. It's hard to get people to hold the ball. I, I don't I don't, you know, people say, well that shouldn't that shouldn't be that hard. It is. Sorry. It's hard to do. So um it was a, you know, y- you mentioned the lack of a second score and and, and I think that, that that's something that hopefully they'll develop over the over the course of the offseason through the summer. And um, you know, you lose a bunch of seniors, you know, guys that played big roles, Lex Rich, you know, being one to starter, Avery Coe, Ryder Williams, those guys started Osagi was, you know, one of the first guys off the bench. Um, you know, you, you, I think there's six seniors, is what it is, and uh, they're going to have to replace, you know, quite a bit. Um, and and some guys like to step up. And and if there's anybody that, you know, I, I've said this before, he's one, he's one of my best friends, but I believe this that uh, if there's anybody that can do it, it's Coach Agnew, and so uh, he'll 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 get them going, and they'll be fine as we move to the new district, which. You know, it, everybody says, "Oh, we're moving up to five A," but I would argue the district may be a little easier. Um, our district this year on the boys' side—I don't think people realize—it was with with Prince of Peace and McKinney and Covenant a playoff team. Dallas Christians is always tough. It was—it was not an easy district to just walk through.
1: Yeah, it was. The Covenant came in uh, and stole one there at the end of the season. Yeah, um, and so yeah, I, I would—it's tough. I haven't seen some of the other schools that will be in their district. I'll be interested to. Do, uh kind of get a different glass we've covered you guys the last two years in that same district so getting to see some different schools will be yeah uh, kind of cool but just to see the different competition level and you know a couple of a uh, couple of long uh, road trips this uh next year Jeremy
0: Yeah I mean I was going to say it's it's new to you but really we're back home where we were before that for a while you know now the Austin stuff is different <laughs> <laughs> um and and I think we talked about this last time it just kind of ease your fears we're only playing one in in and I think in in uh, volleyball, and I think in basketball, uh, I think we're playing just. I think all three of those are just playing one round, and then a district tournament at the end. And so that'll eliminate a lot of the travel. For example, the girls next year only have to go to Austin one time. And so uh, I think the boys. The, well, I know the boys go twice. So it's it's not as bad as we maybe thought originally it was going to be. But that'll be interesting to see how um, how the so guys. Is that,
1: so is that going to be more of a uh, y'all go opposite?
0: No, we'll be this. We'll be together we we'll together. Uh, we just the, – the, the second Austin trip for the guys is, is against Austin Regents and they don't have a girls team. And so um, it, we would have had to go twice if they had a girls team, but they don't. So um, we, we finally got that schedule somewhat finalized. And, um, so what would be the, uh, the
1: tournament then? Is it like a neutral side somewhere?
0: So I, I can't speak for volleyball. I know in basketball what they're talking about is uh, – well, it's, if you're the one or two seed, you'll get a buy in the first round. Um, and the three and four would host the five and six on their own campus on that Tuesday of that week. Yeah. And then uh, the two winners of those and the one and two seeds on the girls and the boys' side are going to play at a neutral site. And I think it's only going to be neutral because we're so spread out. I think they're talking about maybe renting a gym in Waco or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, but, but in the past we've done that, and it's just been we, we put it in one area one year and like it would be in East Texas one year. And Dallas the next, but now that we have, you know, kind of a, a bigger uh, area, like a I triangle, think, you've got yeah.
1: Austin, uh, East Texas, and then uh, DFW.
0: Yeah. So I think you know if they do, I, I haven't. I, I'm not involved in those discussions. I mean, those are those are AD decisions. But if they went to Waco, it'd be fine. I think that'd be a good. You know, it's it's close enough. You can drive back and forth if you want to instead of staying the night. Um, but yet it kind of get and, and and honestly, if we're gonna do a tournament. I'd rather be neutral. Kind of gives it a big, uh, kind of a big game atmosphere, I guess, to get all those schools in one gym, and uh, it smells, it'll be fun.
1: It Smell something, Jerry. It's maybe a netizen broadcast hey. uh, that tournament. Listen, uh,
0: always, always. Um, so it'll be fun, man. I'm excited about you know going forward, but um, I know the guys will, you know, uh, the guys will get it fixed, and uh, it'll be a big year for them next year. And um, they got
1: a guy named. Uh, Langmyer coming back, so that's always. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, he's not bad. He's not a he bad can boy. score. He can <laughs> score. And and you're right. I think that that those guys know if they can get that second score, it'll make that even better. You know, yeah. I, I mean, truthfully, you know, once again, people that don't, I don't consider myself to be a basketball guru by any stretch of the imagination, but people who don't watch it a lot or don't think about it this way don't realize that if you have a star player, you have to have like Batman has to have Robin, because <laughs> otherwise. Defense is just completely focused on one guy, and you're beat. Either and, that, or he
1: have a bat; he has this bad shooting night, and there's no one else to fall to.
0: Yeah, and if so you,
1: if somebody else can score. It uh, kind of cramps your your uh, offensive uh, ability a little
0: bit. You 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 just got to have defenses have to have another person to worry about. And um, we yeah. had some guys that could score this year. Don't get me wrong; I don't I don't want to sound negative towards everybody else, but it it, it wasn't consistently one person enough. To, to move a defense. and, like, and I hey, think- this
1: guy, we need to get over to this guy tonight. He's, he's our yeah. another. And Bex doesn't have it. Let's get it over to him. But there wasn't – it seemed like every night there was a different person and it just wasn't enough. It was kind of just spread out. Like they really just – just somebody else that could hit some shots, uh, timely shots when they needed it. and it, uh, There was times where uh, Avery Coe would hit some shots. You had uh, Lex Rich inside would have good games. Yeah. Didn't have consistent – you know, scoring from that that second guy. So, um, you know, hopefully, he'll, uh, I know Coach Agnew will uh, be working with those guys and have them ready to go next season, though.
0: He'll get them right. He'll get them right. Um, so let's just move into our game. And uh, our season on the girls' side ended uh, as well. And it it's Saturday in the area uh, championship. We, we lost to Grace Prep. Fifty four to forty five, and before we talk about that, Brett, I want to go back.
1: Yeah, let's talk I'm, about the other game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I want to be selfish for a minute and talk about Monday night and the regional. Or I'm sorry, we we which one's first? I, I never I always get this confused. Yeah, we the won area. the we won the area game first. Yeah. We lost in a regional. All right, so which doesn't always make sense to me, but whatever. All right. So anyway, Monday night we hosted Lubbock Trinity, um, and 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 won that game, and and man. Um, if you didn't see that
1: game, you need to go back right now and watch you it. Did, you, did, you need to go oh, back man. and watch it. it it's uh, it's there forever. So I know Coach Hubbard probably couldn't watch it enough times. That was. I may watch
0: it when we're done with this. Um, <laughs> here's the thing, man. Like, Yeah, we won the game, and that's great. And, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But, man, the Brook Hill people just showed up on Monday night. And the game started at 6. I walked out about 5.30ish, 5.35ish. And it was already standing room only. and
1: Yeah, there uh, wasn't the a empty uh, There was people just standing around. I, we've gone to a lot of games out there. And even for the guys, I've never seen it that crowded.
0: Well, and, and it was to the point where our home fans were having to sit in the visitor section. I mean, it was just – it was unbelievable. And I cannot – I've tried to thank as many people as I can. I cannot thank people enough for coming out there. It meant a lot to the girls. It meant a lot to their families. It meant a lot to me. I'll be honest with you, Brad. Like, I don't have any shame saying that, like, I, you know when I took over four years ago, um, there were times I didn't blame people for my being you know, like listen, if I could have gone eat dinner, then maybe I would have to. I don't know, but um but but to see what we've done and and you know um, and to win it the way we did and and for those I, I will probably Brett, never forget the sound of that gym at times on monday night i I just won't, and fortunately, it's on N on YouTube forever. Uh, and I can go back and watch it. I have the Huddle clip. Our man Ko from TV took a lot of great shots, and he sent them to me. I've got those on my phone forever. And you know, I told people winning that game against Lubbock in the area round it wasn't the final destination, right? Like we're not satisfied. Okay, we won that game, and and that's enough. It wasn't. However, when you can go back and look on at the end of the year, it's, it was pretty special. And uh, I shared a picture on Facebook that I know a lot of people listening are friends with me on Facebook, and they saw it, but. Man, I told the girls when the game ended, I want you to go over and thank those fans. I want, I want you to thank your fans for coming, and I want you to thank our students because our students were – dude, first off, our student section is is always good. They were – They were on – They were, they were their exceptional. Show. They were exceptional that night, and and we won't talk a lot about maybe some of the things they said, but they were <laughs> – Listen, I, I, I try not to get caught up in what they're saying too much, and I don't always hear everything they say, but there were a few times – on Monday night, I was like, man, that's pretty good. That's pretty funny. But uh, <laughs> it was good. But you know, beating Lubbock, it was a tough game for us. I told you going in, it was the biggest matchup concern for me because they do have the the six-footer on the inside. And and listen, they played their butt off, man. Like we we win the game in overtime, obviously if you, if, by now you probably heard. Um, but we win fifty-four to fifty-three in overtime, and we earned every one of those fifty-four points. I mean it, it was and, and they are in every one of their 53 man. Like what what I hate is that um yeah, I can say this, I guess I don't care. I went back and listened to the Lubbock broadcast, you know, and because and, I always want to know what people say about our team and our kids. I think it's important for scouting sometimes to hear what other people say. But they were just so negative about the officiating and the and and you know I hate that it has that any kind of a stink on it like that. It because I thought the it officials wasn't,
1: It wasn't a Nennis broadcast, Jeremy. They do no. all be like Nennis That's just
0: Yeah, you guys never criticize anybody or any coaches, <laughs> specifically me. But um you know, like I thought they officiated the game the way they should in the playoffs. You you let teams be physical and if if there's a foul, you call it. And if there's not, you you don't. And um it, it just takes away from the game for both teams. I, I told the coach after the game, like, it's a shame somebody had to lose that one. Um, but, man, a couple of – I told you this after the game on the broadcast and people that have watched it have heard me say this, but for, for Remy Tonroy and Lila Morris to hit the two biggest shots of the of the game mean a lot to me because they've been in the program the longest. I've had both of them. Remy since sixth grade and then Lila's a three-year starter for us, been a three-year captain for us. Remy hits the shot with I think seven seconds left in the you know in regulation to send it to overtime. And um we even got a little bit of a smile out of her afterwards, which was kind of funny because she never plays with any emotion, but she did. And then for Lila, we, the we
1: got a we got a smile out of her on uh, on Saturday. I saw that. I saw that it? we started talking to her right there at the uh yeah. she's always she is always serious, you know. And uh we 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 kind of got her to crack a
0: smile over there by us. Yeah. But Lila's been a three-year captain, and and you guys know this. And if you're listening, I mean, people that know Lila know her and know how she is, but freshmen aren't normally named captain. Um, I I named her captain basically from day one of her freshman year just because of the kind of person she is and and what she does for us. And um, she hit two huge – man, huge threes in overtime, one to tie it up and one to give us the win – with about 13 seconds left, and I'm telling you, that was the longest 13 seconds of my life afterwards, I'm <laughs> Hey, it was
1: pretty long for us over there, too. I mean, um, uh,
0: they only got six shots at the bucket at the end. I don't know how it happened, but luckily, of I went in and we won the game and, uh, and, you know, had a chance to take on Grace Prep Saturday for a berth in the state tournament, and, you know, I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about it, but, man, we, we um, game plan-wise, we came up with a great plan our girls executed at 100%. They, listen, I know we talk all the time about control the controllables. You only can control what you can control. And unfortunately, in the game of basketball, the biggest thing you can't control is whether the ball goes in the hole or not. Like, great shooters can't even make the ball go in the hole. Like, it, it, it's a hard game, right? And uh, unfortunately, we shot it as poorly as – We have all year percentage-wise. We had one game worse, and it was the game we lost at All Saints, which uh, says a lot about the situation. Um, But, man, we were down 20 with six minutes left. Um, And, and, you know, I don't know that I thought we were going to quit, Brett, but I wasn't sure how we would respond to that because we were so – you know, we had such a high on Monday, and we were not shooting it well during the game. And I thought, okay, it would be real easy. And nobody would really blame them at this point if they just kind of melded in, you know. Um, instead, they did the opposite. And with two minutes left, they got to seven points. So in a four-minute stretch, we took it from 20 to seven. Um, they extended it back, I think, to nine or 10. We got it back to seven and had a chance to make it five, if not four. And a um, couple of couple of bounces went the wrong way for us. And we couldn't ever get it closer than seven end up losing by 954 to 45. But I tell you, I was, I, I told the girls this. I've never been more proud of a group than I was of them in the fourth quarter on Saturday, because down by 26 minutes left, I would venture to say that, that a lot of people Melody in at that point, and they didn't. So, yeah. So they had 23 points through three
1: quarters. Yeah. Two in the fourth. Yeah. Uh, just didn't, didn't quit. They, uh, they played hard and, it's one of those games, I've played a lot of basketball, and there there's times where the ball just doesn't go in the hoop, and you just have to keep fighting. They did. They kept shooting, and at one point, I think me and Kyle had y'all down about 10% shooting, and uh, they were shooting about 50%. Yeah. And uh, for you guys to continue to battle and stay in the game, I thought was a testament to the girls and, and to the coaching staff. Y'all, y'all, you know, you kept them in it, kept their heads up. And gave you guys a chance at the end to make a run. Just was a little bit too much to overcome at that point. But, I mean, still, I mean, hats off to the season you guys had. I, I just enjoyed you being a part of it a little bit, just the minute part. I even got I even got as coming in the gym. The girls were checking out my, <laughs> uh, my net thin outfit. And they said I, I I matched right. You know, I didn't go too much of one color. You went with thought, sandwich, was,
0: the sandwich
1: method, they called. There he is, the sandwich yeah. method. So I, I, I'm kind of getting to know that they kind of they they see us come in and I think um, yeah. it's just a cool thing to get to be a part of of, of you guys' uh, journey so I, I I've enjoyed it this has been a fun year and uh, next year uh, maybe we can win a couple extra games
0: Man, we're going to win a couple more next year don't worry uh, you know here's the funny thing I, people kind of look at me like I'm stupid that I give you guys as much access as I do number one because I like you uh, you know I, I, I tell people all the time I consider you and Kyle and Corey and, and Brandon when he's around to be you know some of my better friends and so you know, I'll give you any access you want. I think it's, if you're not promoting your program, I think you're hurting it in a way. Um, But man, it's, it's been great for our kids to have you guys there and um, not losing any players. We'll get everybody back. And um, it's, it's exciting to see what happens. And, and, you know, it's in the private school world, people come and they go and you never know who's going to show up, but we'll have the core of our group back either way. Um, And uh, it'll be exciting. I'm excited about what they're going to do. And, um, I think the best part about it, and I'll wrap it up with this. I think the best part is that the feeling they had in their gut when we walked out of that gym Saturday losing um, is probably going to drive them more than anything else. I, I probably couldn't motivate them by saying anything that will motivate them. Away that. They got a taste of it. They were they yeah. were uh, close.
1: I mean, that's that does a lot. And, you know, as someone that that, that last loss, whether it's just senior, whatever, you're going to remember that one. So now the whole – the next year – that's the only thing they're going to remember in the back. They may, they may, uh, they may somewhat remember that that game. I think long term they're going to remember that overtime win. Yeah, for sure. I think that'll be one they'll they'll hang on to. But yeah. that last sting and that's that's good motivation.
0: That's what you got to use in the gym. You know, when you're working between now and October. And I'm with yeah. you. I think at the end of the day, we we'll, I mean, I, I told that I emailed our parents kind of a wrap up email today, and
1: it's I, history for you guys at yeah. school and all. Yeah. I mean, the program itself never won a playoff game, and that's the first one It was like that.
0: Yeah. Well, the, Man, you know.
1: I think you might not even – I don't think it even's going to sink into you. You know, you may look back 10, 15 years from now and just realize how big that was for the entire program and the scope of just the Brook Hill School in general.
0: Well, I think the people that were there when we were 4-20 in 2020, 2021, 20, 20, uh, knew it, it, was, it was a big relief. And um, – but – you know, it, when we look back on it, man, I, I I think you look back to AAC, you know, just yeah. the shooting performance we put on there, nine NBA threes in that game, uh, <laughs> you know, went beating D.C. at their place. And that was nuts. It, it's crazy to think that we beat D.C. to end a 40-game winning streak, and that's the second biggest win of the year. <laughs> you know, like, uh, well, if you told me we were going to beat D.C., I would have said I don't really care what happens next, but that wasn't true. Just, just uh, get the
1: rest of it. You don't care yeah. about the rest of it. Just, I would beat
0: D.C., okay. Yeah, so it was. There's there's a lot more good than than what happened Saturday. So we're excited, but uh, you know, that's enough about us. Let's talk about some teams that have a chance to start their playoff journey tonight. Uh, both of them at home, and you can you can see both of these games on SN. And let me just warn you, you'll have a great commentary crew. Uh, it's, as we as we will be there. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be must tune in. Yeah, it, it is. It is must tune in. Maybe, there's gonna be
1: some, there may be some court references about the the soccer players playing no, on a
0: court that is my my one goal is I will not say court in in either game tonight um How much must we wagering on that one yeah, I probably shouldn't so here's the thing it's must it's must tune in because you're gonna be able to watch it if you're not there, but it's all it may be must mute at some point. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens uh four hours of us doing soccer could be uh. That can be entertaining. We'll see what happens. But let's talk about it because, man, there are two huge games tonight um, at, at home as the girls' soccer team, the district champion girls' soccer team, hosts their first playoff game in the uh, – I believe it's the area. It area round. Area as, round. As and the Tigo. girls are taking on Arlington Pantigo. And, uh, Brett, the girls wrapped up as we as we – Recorded last time, they were getting ready to play Prince of Peace. They were getting ready to see what they were made of. They go undefeated in district play, which is a huge thing. They win the district, get the number one seed, which actually gives them a great path to getting to Round Rock in the state uh, Final Four here in a couple of weeks. But um, it, it's it's an exciting night to have the girls and the boys there in the, in the playoff game, but really for this girls team, that the program has won state championships in the past. But it's been a minute since we've been to that point. Now they they made the playoffs last year, and they, you know, but but this team, it feels different. It feels like they got the the horses to. Um, I, I shouldn't say that to my girls. I feel bad. You know what I mean? They have the they got the gas in the tank here to go win the whole thing. I mean, they really do. And this is the first step, and it's the only chance to see them at home. It'd be a great opportunity for you to come out tonight to Harrington and uh, and see what's going on.
1: Yeah, one last uh, get a grasp of warm weather until it gets cold again. Oh, man, we're about to hit another cold spell. I think uh, starting on Wednesday.
0: Well, but that's uh, that's that's usually what happens when the soccer playoffs get here, Brett. I've I've been it's to weird. it's weird.
1: It's going to be like eighty degrees tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and then the next time I'm because it's only because I'm broadcasting the game, Brett. Because if I was going to be sitting in the stands, it would be uh, twenty. Because that's just the way it works.
1: Well, I'm sorry about that, but well, hey, at least we'll have a nice, comfy. Uh, it'll be room temperature in the
0: uh, in the it'll be box. good, it'll be good. so let's talk about this Pantigo team. So Pantigo sure. comes in six and four in their district. Uh, they were seven, six, and one overall, so not as many games. I, I'm trying to look at their schedule uh, for some maybe some common opponents along the way, and I don't really see any um, that we played as well. I mean there's not. I'm gonna look and make sure um but but I think that you know, definitely. Rochelle's the favorite in this one. I mean, oh, yeah. um, okay. Let me see. There might be there might be a. Oh yeah, Oak Ridge. Okay, so uh, our girls played Oak Ridge uh, in our our tournament back on December second. We beat them four to nothing. Um, Pantigo beat Oak Ridge four to two uh, mm. about two weeks before that. Um, okay. So and that's really I'm trying to think. This is terrible planning seemed- here, but. I'm, I'm that to make sure like, we good. Not a whole lot of games though. Yeah, that- compared to us. I mean, you know, our our guys our, our girls are 17, 3, and 1, 10 and 1 district play. Um, and and you know, so 21 games in versus what I say 14. So, um, and, and you get a home playoff game. And and I told you this, you know, home teams in the playoffs and taps win at like a 90% clip. I mean, that, they that's just kind of the advantage you have. And this, this girl's soccer team, scoring-wise, they have Hadley Clark, who scores a ton of goals. Scarlett Kerr scores a bunch of goals. Uh, but then they've had other girls who have come along and scored goals in different situations. Uh, Caroline Smith is a goal scorer. So, I mean, they get, they really have three legit weapons on the offensive end. Uh, Ifia Abagunde has been amazing in net for them. I, mean, I think that... You know, and I think it's said hockey or soccer. I don't know. Anyway, she's been amazing as the as the keeper. That's uh, yeah.
1: It's you're a soccer. You have a goalie too in hockey, so it's your case. Okay.
0: you know, I'm trying to get my, my lingo right. So Coach Collins didn't roast me for this, but um <laughs> you know, but on the defensive end, I mean, they're just so good. Kelly Fitzgerald back there on the back row, Drake Tonroy and Savage, all those girls who do such a great job on the defensive end, it's a really it's a complete team, Brett. And I'm personally you know as much as I wish I was playing in the state tournament this week, I'm glad to get to kind of watch them as they go uh, on this playoff run.
1: I'm excited to get to uh, get to kind of sit and watch the girls. I, they were I <laughs> the mean we get to broadcast them before, um, just couldn't get a uh, my help out there in time. So, um, but I'm excited to get to do the girls this time. They I got to watch them a little bit, and uh, I can't remember who it was it. was Prince of Peace they played last. Time. Yeah. yeah, they were just it seemed like they were just quicker to the ball and and. You know, just that extra, the extra gear um, that the other team didn't have last time. So I'm excited to see them um, in playoffs, and hopefully we can get a good crowd. Maybe the bodyguards will show up, have a good uh, student section there. Maybe they can all, all same people that came to the basketball game need to venture over to the soccer stadium here. Man,
0: no doubt they need to, and and it's going to be, it's going to be a good night. I'm excited about it. Now, you know, with the. Uh, so at the girls' game, Brett, you were there. They gave away a half-court basketball shot Ooh. for 100 bucks, right? I saw that for the soccer kick. So this, now they're doing a soccer kick. Man, and
1: I want to I win $100. I can probably kick that thing in.
0: I'm not sure exactly how far it's going to be away. We did this before. It's, it's and midfield. That's what they said on the uh, flyer. Yeah, that, they probably got to move that back. Uh, <laughs> that's, Is that, that too close? To me, that probably seems too close. Now, Can you, I don't, make,
1: can you make one for midfield, Coach Hubbard?
0: I, no, well, I'd but, like to see that, <laughs> but but I'm, but I'm not your I'm not
1: your typical high school athlete. I did play soccer, Uh not in high school, but I did play soccer growing up. So maybe I could I could go left footed and right footed, probably from there.
0: Maybe. Well, here's the deal: whatever it takes to get people out there, we want people to come watch. It, it's 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 going to be a great night. Your well, last chance you to watch at me. home.
1: too. I'll do that. At football I have a field goal attempt for money at a football game.
0: That's what we should. Do. You're right. We should do
1: that. I'll we'll do everything um, else. Like make it a so so many yard field goal. We could or, do it in baseball and softball. you got to hit a home run. That'd um, be tough. Home run would be tough. Well, I mean – If you hit a home run, you probably should be on the baseball team. I mean,
0: Britt, they're not trying to give away money. I mean, the, the point is you're trying to make I know. it I know, but challenging you know. enough to, to make it difficult, but you – you,
1: know, you, you might find you a baseball player out of that.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, the half-court shot, two people made it. And they weren't the two people that I would have thought would make it, but they did. So, <laughs> uh, shout out to Cole Schluter and screen Green. They both made it. But – um Anyway, so come at the soccer game, man. Be there. And be there at 5 o'clock for the girls' game. Uh, you know, the one thing I will say, and I, I say this biased as a girls' head coach, um, our girls' programs from top to bottom have been really good over the last couple of years. Like, I, I, we this year, all the girls' teams so far have made the playoffs. We've had state championship last year. They were third this year. Softball was in the state championship game last year. Growth track won the district track meet for the first time
1: that I can remember. Has anybody not made the playoffs in any sport this, this year so far? No, they haven't. Because yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like the net is in effect. Like we had, we had a football playoff game, we had a, a basketball playoff game, we had. Now we're doing soccer playoff game. You know, softball and baseball
0: have always been good, um, man. It just a good year. I, yeah, I won't. I don't. I don't even want to say what I was going to say next, but. <laughs> Here's the good news. Neither team's playing Grace Prep tomorrow. So um uh because Grace Prep good at soccer too. I hope not. Uh because the one hurdle that no Brook Hill team has, has uh been able to overcome this year has been Grace Prep. Football and volleyball lost to Grace That's Prep in the playoffs. Oh. Boys and girls basketball both lose to Grace Prep in the think playoffs. About that. Yeah, I've exactly. thought about it. We've thought about it every day. Oh, so that, that uh, hurts. Okay. So we're we're everybody hoping they're not in the playoffs. <laughs> the
1: challenge is a sport needs to beat Grace Brett. That's the challenge.
0: Just one for all of us. You're you're playing for everybody at this point. So mm-hmm. but tomorrow it's Pantigo. Tomorrow tent uh, Pantigo is the uh the opponent for the girls. Be there at five o'clock, watch coach uh, Rodrigo and his group and uh get them a win and move on to the regional round, which I believe would be Saturday. Um, but I'm not, I'm not holding them to that. That's the, that's the official playing date for taps, but it could be, it could be Friday. Um, so then the boys will take next, they'll be up at seven tomorrow night and the boys are taking on McKinney Christian, Uh, McKinney Christian, 11 and seven on the year. They were the third place team in their district. They finished right behind uh, Dallas covenant and Colleyville covenant. Now they probably, they have played some teams that we have played, uh, mainly, uh, they lost to Prince of Peace six zero, um, wow. yeah, and and we of course beat Prince of Peace four to one, and then our guys lost to them two zero, and that game a little a little funky to even talk about because at the end of the day we just couldn't lose by three or more, and the weather was kind of funky. Coach Collins and you were talking about that I know the other day, and yeah. basically there there comes a point in that game where you're just like okay. We gotta make sure we don't lose by by more than two.
1: Let's just play for the uh the district championship was what he said. Yeah, right. yeah,
0: for sure. And and so credit to those guys uh, for getting that done. Uh the only other uh mutual opponent that they have is uh, McKinney played um Dallas Lutheran uh and beat Lutheran eight oh back in November. Our guys beat Lutheran nine oh and nine oh so um mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a fairly evenly matched game, given, um, you know, looking at record wise and, and who their opponents are. Same thing. Our guys have played a lot more games 17, one and one on the year thirteen and one in district play. McKinney, as I mentioned, eleven and seven, eight and four. And and I, I think on the girls' side, maybe the district was not as strong from top to bottom. I think this district the boys were in, uh, the McKinney was in, was a little bit better. So um, I I don't think you should look at it as the, you know, the third seed doesn't mean as much as maybe it does in some other sports. So, uh, but it's going to be fun, man. Like our guys are are playing at a high level. Um, Emil Ingus is back after he was out for a little bit. Um, Gives them another great goal scorer. Of course, Alejandro Martinez. Martinez is my man. Man, that dude scores. Goal scoring machine. So, you, when we did the broadcast last time, he had set the, he had mentioned or we had mentioned that he had set the school scoring record, and he added to it. I want to say as of that night, he had 38 goals was what it We're was. 40 now, right? I mean, so he's he's over 40 now. I believe. Um, I'll get that number for sure before the broadcast. I, but uh, I'm getting my
1: uh, vocals ready too. Well, if you want to hear, hear some, our, goal, some goal scores, uh, some goal uh, uh, yeah, broadcasting, you know, you got to tune in.
0: We, we may not know a lot about soccer. Brett, but we had some great goal calls. Like, yes, we had like you had the great classic goal call. I had like the classic high school football homer. Get in there, ball. I mean, it was perfect. <laughs> um, it was oh fun.
1: man, it was, it was uh, great. And the good news is, Prince of Peace is on the other part of the bracket, so you won't have to see them till at least the semis. Right, right. Uh,
0: and, yeah, and and I think that's more related.
1: And they have to play uh Covenant, right? Yeah. The Covenant's really yeah. a good team in this, in this uh bracket, probably. Yeah. And,
0: and that's hey, good news, uh, too.
1: There's no grace prep in this bracket, Jeremy. Oh,
0: man. Now you're speaking our language. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's a good sign for everybody. Um, yeah. I mean, that when, when you look at, at the, the boys bracket, yeah. Prince of Peace, you see them. You would see Prince of Peace in the semis, which would be next week on the 7th, um, which, you know, I think that other than that, you're getting down on the other side of the bracket. You know, it's it's the, the Southern region, so to speak. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody over there is as good as our top teams with, with Caligo Covenant and Prince of Peace and us and, you know, Dallas Covenant in the next round for the boys would be a tough matchup too. So, um, I think our half of the bracket is, is pretty good. And uh, all that'll take place tomorrow night, seven o'clock Carrington stadium girls at five o'clock be there for both. And if you can't make it to Bullard, check us out on YouTube on net SN uh, myself and Brett will be there. And uh, if nothing else, it'll be entertaining. Um, we can promise you it will be entertaining. It will be, it will be something, uh, but check that out tomorrow night. It'll be fun. And we need a big crowd. So students get out there. Families come out there and watch. Man, you guys did a great job supporting basketball. Now it's time. As soccer starts their run, get out there and do the well, same thing. Thank
1: you. There's not going to be bad weather. It's going to be nice.
0: It is going to be nice. Uh, let me tell you where else the weather was nice today, Brett. As golf course? Oh. The golf course, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I, was, I wasn't there playing. Oh, you uh, weren't
1: there. Uh-huh. Well, you I know, wish I, I was
0: there. I had to work today. but What
1: do they call a golf tournament? That would be Hubbard with a putt for
0: Paul. Yeah, well, no, definitely not a putt oh, for Paul. Yeah, oh, it dips out. Oh, the, the the club has been thrown. Yeah, <laughs> you got to you got to get closer to the hole for it to lip out. For it to lip out. Um, oh. it, it's funny you say that because we actually talked about when, when COVID happened and we were talking about live streaming all of our games and how we were going to do that. We talked about golf tournaments. We're like, man, we'll just rent a cart and put a GoPro on me and I'll just go out there and follow him around the whole time. <laughs> <That> would be, <laughs> I, I would uh, pay to see that. Can <laughs> you do that pay
1: per view. Uh. Golf tournament.
0: Yeah. That actually would be, that would be very fun. Uh, anyway, but our guys and girls, man, had a great day today on the golf course. And they're actually all off to a hot start. Our girls' team and our guys' team have both been outstanding as the year started. The girls today were at Alpine Golf Course in Longview, okay. the East Texas Charter Tournament. And uh, the girls, once again, won the tournament. Uh, Carly Ogletree, she won the tournament as an individual with 79. Her sister Jenna got third with a 95 and the girls' When again, I think they have won now multiple tournaments. I don't want to, yeah. apply to you, tell you how that's many
1: not, that's not even fair. Having multiple siblings on a team maybe.
0: and they're good, man. Like I, last year I drove the golf team to the state golf tournament. Of course
1: you did. That sounds like something that you would volunteer for. Hey man,
0: I you know, I'm putting it out there now. I volunteer to do it again. Um, of course you so, so I, I got to go with them on the day before and they were doing their, their practice round. And, um, if you ever want to feel like you don't know what you're doing, uh, swing a golf club around Carly or Jenna Ogletree because they'll make you feel really bad about yourself as a golfer. They
1: might they might think my swing's pretty good, though, Jeremy. I'm not well, a bad
0: golfer. I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter. Gonna- I, I,
1: I'm playing. I, I'm probably shooting. Uh, if, if I'm playing on a consistent basis, I'm probably shooting low 70s uh, or not low 70s, mid to high 70s and low 80s. That's where I'm at.
0: I can I'm get that. Probably- I can, get, I can get in the 70s, too, and then we make the turn. And, uh, no, no, this is on 18
1: 70. holes. I, well, play, I grew up playing golf. I've, I've, okay. played Al, I've probably played Alpine uh, probably seven or eight times before I was even in high school. I mean, we kudos, played golf over there.
0: Kudos to you. But Carly, phenomenal day was with 79. Not That's to be all done. That's pretty good. Our Our guys were over – uh, at Emerald Bay today on Monday Ooh, that's playing tough one. in the a bullet term, yeah, and, and listen to this, Connor Carver shot a seventy to win the tournament.
1: oh no that's, uh, that's that's out of my league good job yeah.
0: Connor. good job Connor Connor shoots a seventy uh Terry Kim finished sixth. listen to this. he finished sixth with a seventy four oh. um that's unbelievable that's a disrespect, um, yeah, yeah, um so, but the team won again, and uh Ooh. our 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 big group wins that one. Coach Harrison and Coach French are doing a great job with the guys and the girls. And uh in, involved in that, uh I didn't I don't have all the scores written down, so I apologize, but our guys, we shot like a two, like a two ninety, something anything like that.
1: Under, anything under three hundred is a good yeah. team
0: cool. So uh, you know, hmm. Connor Connor has played really well so far. Uh Jacobs again has played really well so far too. Uh he um I don't I didn't see what he scored today. He wasn't in the top, you know, five or six, but um you know, hint, uh, Jacob and Noah Sandlin were named captains. Coach Harrison wanted me to pass along that they were voted captains by the rest of the team, which is a cool deal. They both played really well so far. Um, and then but but they're getting different guys shooting that low score every week.
1: And uh, you, you have multiple guys, I mean a uh for those of you who don't know how golf works in the uh the team, you have five on a team, you drop the low score. Right. So you basically have a uh I guess a mulligan score. They throw out the the highest one.
0: Yeah, and so all of our guys today were, were I think, we're below eighty. Um, yeah, that's that's good to choose. That's good to choose from. You are all uh, below eighty. That's, uh, that's pretty good. Pretty solid. Uh, I couldn't shoot eighty today if you paid me, um, and that's on like ten holes or eleven holes probably. But uh, <laughs> which is even better reason why we should have me filming the golf tournament. Um, I, I think
1: I need to challenge you
0: to a golf match. Then you know? no, I I'll, I I'll gladly that. if you're paying, I'll gladly go pay. i will mean, go. I'll gladly glad go, go play. Pay. No well, the
1: loser as yeah. to your play uh well, that's the
0: way it works. that's why I don't do that anyway. I'll
1: but, give you a shot I'll give you a shot per hole. it's okay I,
0: I think both of our you know our, both of our teams got to state last year. I think you got obviously have a great shot to do it again, yeah, and yeah, that's uh, you got guys shooting in low you know seventy and you got girls shooting in the seventies. You got a chance to win the whole thing, honestly, yeah, so it'll be fun to watch them, and I know after spring break they'll kind of hit it hard and heavy and and we'll be following them as they go along. And not to slight them, but there's just so much going on right now. That we're trying to just power through all this. Um, let's talk about baseball because you mentioned the weather being nice. Usually baseball coaches will tell you that, you know how, you know, when it's baseball season, the weather gets bad. It's well, raining. Yeah. Maybe it is the beginning of practice when they started practicing, but they got to play. Um, they opened the season last Monday at White House, lost to White House. It was like eight to four, eight to five. And, Everybody's like, why are you so excited about a loss? Well, White House is a pretty good baseball pretty good. team. Yeah. They're pretty good. And uh, Tommy Hilliard went over there and pitched a great game. Uh, and that one, I believe, is who it was. Uh, could have been one of the two. Him or Ben Brice. I get the, the games confused. Um, and then uh, they swept Frisco Legacy. They had a little two-game series. Uh, I'm sorry, not Frisco Legacy. this week. Pine Tree. They won against Pine Tree at home on Friday. Uh, Shine and, Tree. Yeah, Shine Tree is seeing what with call them. And then um, on Saturday, they went over to Pine Tree and beat them even more handily. So oh, all right. the baseball team off to a 2 and one start. They got kind of a crazy week this week. Um, Thursday night, they'll be traveling up to Frisco Legacy to play a game. And then they're going to drive straight from Frisco to Waco, where they have a tournament on Friday and Saturday. So, uh, On the road of, again. Yeah. Can't
1: wait to get on the road again. I'd
0: actually love to hear Coach English sing that song. I'm going to talk to him about that. Um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna mention that too. But kind of a weird scheduling deal where uh you know when you have a new head coach come in, you 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 hope that you get a full schedule of what somebody else already scheduled for you. It's kind of a weird scheduling thing where Coach English scheduled a tournament for school legacy it was like, Hey, we have a three game series, what are we gonna do about it? And they agreed to just play one game Thursday and then you know, the tournament in Waco. So um, but but the guys are looking forward to that. And and you know, I, I tell you they've had some pretty big performances on the mound from Tommy Hilliard and Ben Brotz. I mentioned both of those two guys. They've played really well so far. And and now with basketball over, uh, they get a lot – you know, they get Lex Rich back. They get uh, Boston Durrett. Not Boston. Man, that's oh, –
1: that's. Oh, he's going to get his Well,
0: way. no, I mean, that's his cousin, man. I thought it way back. Braxton Durrett comes out there, and uh, they get those guys back. And so, um, you know, they're, they're going to have a good year too. When's, man, a, I'm, when's, the, I'm excited. when's the
1: tournament coming up, Jeremy? Yeah, still hosting a tournament.
0: Oh man, I think it's at the end of I don't know. Brett, don't get me lying to you. I think it's the end of spring break. Um okay. is when it is. Um yeah, the that's always a, that's a fun. I
1: am not to cover that one, so that's why I was wondering. I
0: think I think it's the end of spring break is when it is. Um but you know, they've had a they've had a great start, honestly. I mean, it, you know, it, it's been fun to watch Coach English in his element. You know, like we we haven't talked a lot about Coach English over the year, but you're talking about a guy who's won 600 plus games. You're talking about a guy who's coached multiple Cy Young Award winners. Um, he coached the GM of the best baseball team in the world, Chris Young of the Texas Rangers. Played for Coach English, um, world champion. Texas. World champion, best. That's why best in the world. Um, but but it's a guy, man. Who who Coach English is as soft spoken as anybody I've ever been around, but very intentional with what he says very confident in what he does and believes in doing things a certain way. And honestly, as a parent of someone who, of a a kid who plays for him, like couldn't be happier that my kids playing for coach English. And in addition to that, when you're getting all those great things from a coach and then they're going to go be successful, like that's even better. You know,
1: we need to have him on the uh, fire of the cannon here, Jeremy.
0: He's he's, he is a national treasure by the way coach english played baseball at university of texas all right we, we'll get into this i'm going to get coach english we're going to do that. we're going to get him on here after spring break but we need some, we need some more coaches on we
1: hadn't had english any more time.
0: coaches um i mean never mind. I'm here but we need more i guess but anyway uh um, more i didn't say you, you, okay i got you i got you
1: i wasn't discounting you i just said more coaches
0: but but coach english is is a great guy to talk to and it's 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 actually a kind of a cool story about him being here and how that all kind of came together and um I, we, it, it'd be great to have him on, so I'll, I'll work on that for you. But or for us, not just for you, but for all of us. Yeah, because I love all Coach of
1: English us. to enjoy, especially as the new coach. You know, the, let me get some, some of the Brookhill uh, family. You know, they want to hear from a new coach. Be good. Tell you what.
0: And Coach English is a guy that you want to just hang out with when you get a chance. Like he he, he literally uh, one of the most humble guys I know, and I, and I don't I don't say that lightly. Or I mean, he, he really is. Um, and and you'd never know what he's accomplished in baseball, if you didn't know it. He, he's not going to tell you. You'd have fun on your own. So uh, we, we got a good one with Coach English. So they'll be in action this week. Uh, check them out. Uh, not at home this week, but they'll be back home, I think, during spring break and I think that tournament, so you get a chance to follow them as we go further. Uh, we're softball. Gonna
1: have, we're going to have some of the games too. So yeah. keep, uh, he's working on the schedule, but we'll have some some baseball and softball on that well. So – we didn't forget you, baseball and softball.
0: It'll be fun. Yeah, it's coming. Um, softball, you mentioned those guys, and they kick off, if you're listening on Tuesday, they have their first uh, regular season game. They had a scrimmage a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of hard on the girls' side when you have girls playing different sports. You're trying to get enough to, to get some games in. And They were able to scrimmage Jacksonville a couple weeks ago, uh, but their first uh, real action is tonight. I believe that game starts at 530. They're taking on Poetry Community out of uh, – out of uh let me get my town straight out of Terrell, Mm -hmm. um and so uh, they'll be in action tuesday i think they're in action thursday and friday also i mentioned earlier it's kind of a weird week with spark and a lot of our i say a lot some of our kids leave on thursday or friday for those trips and so that may I, i think there's still kind of some up in the air about who will be available and who won't be but um Tomorrow night's first chance to see them at home, and there's soccer game going on. But
1: but we bring, can bring, bring our binoculars, Jeremy. We can kind of glance over from the, uh, the field. Oh, that'll be that'll be, be great TV. Um,
0: <laughs> they will.
1: Nobody can see us where we're looking. You know. Yeah, we we'll 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 will be,
0: we'll be talking. So yeah. anyway, um, but the girls are in action Tuesday, and and of course, you know, you, you talk about coaches. You got Coach Anthony Springer, who's uh, not just one of the best softball minds in East Texas, not even in the state of Texas, but across the country. I'm talking about a guy who is, um, I don't, I don't know if world famous is the right way to put it, but he is known in the world of softball across the country, um, and is has in terms of ASA certifications and levels of teaching and all this kind of stuff that he's accomplished. If you know him, you love him. He, he doesn't softball wise. There's nobody better than Anthony Springer.
1: Um, assistant coach isn't bad either.
0: Assistant coach, I know her. She's yeah. been with me for a few games on the basketball on the basketball court. And Coach Broly, of course, you know that's as much as I love having her in basketball. Softball, softball's her thing. I mean, you know, she was a van for twenty years. And uh, I mean, there's no
1: bad coaches there. I mean, that's
0: well, the softball coaching staff might be the best one we have. Yeah, I mean, those that's... two, truthfully, and I mean. uh, in terms of top to bottom, what they've accomplished. But man, you talk about talent. When we talk about the guys and who they have on the mound. What about Carmen Miller? Ooh, I mean,
1: I don't want to um, face her. Sorry, Carmen. I I love you, but I don't want to face
0: you on yeah, the mound. Yeah, I mean, you know, Carmen, two hundred mm-hmm. plus strikeouts last year. Like um, a strikeout machine. Just yeah, she she's, you know, I don't know how many games they're going to get to play because of the late start and spring, all that kind of stuff. But like, she she's a two hundred plus strikeout girl every year. And and if if she was playing, you know, thirty games a year, then it'd be way more than that. I mean, she's phenomenal, um, but not, not a one-man show necessarily. I mean – I have somebody behind you. Yeah, you know, there there's – you know, they've had some some injury concerns early on and some girls that may or may not be around for part of the year or all the year, but not real sure yet. But um, this is a team that was in the state championship game last year, and um, there's no reason to believe they can't be as successful again. Um, you know, when you have a girl like Carmen on the mound – you know, you don't have to worry about defense as much during the year. It kind of gives you some time to get to get your feet wet and, and doing some things. I mean, I would say, uh, looking at the schedule, there's a handful of teams that are going to hit her. You know, I mean, uh, now in the playoffs, that's different, right? There's some teams that can play there, and, but but the benefit of that is that you have time to work on things before you get there. And the going to
1: play where and yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and and that's what Coach Springer does a good job. He, I mean. He, a lot, of, a lot of times he's in this boat because you have spark and spring break every year. You know you're going to miss those two weeks. So you kind of have to a, adjust your timing and how you get people ready. And so he'll figure it out, and, and, they'll, and they're going to be just fine. Uh, so, uh, But tomorrow night, uh, as, as I mentioned at home, maybe between the girls and the guys' soccer game, sneak on over there and watch for a little bit.
1: Uh, that game may be over quickly, though. She strikes out enough Yeah, yeah It could what, be. What's the run rule in uh, in, yeah, in ten, 10 after? It's still 10 after five. Um, okay. But, you know, play five innings. It's not 15 after
0: four. No, you can quit at any time, I guess, <laughs> if you want to. Uh, no, officially, it's just 10 after five. But uh, you're right. It may not last long, truthfully, tomorrow. So when the girls' game, when the girls' soccer game ends, if you're in Harrington, go by and the it's such halftime.
1: The halftime. 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 Yep. Half time of the soccer. If the soccer gets, starts at five. Half time of the soccer game, you can go over and catch the softball. They may finish that up at halftime, and then you can come back over and catch the second half of the girls' game.
0: Yeah. And then in between games, go if it's still going, if it's still going, go back and watch it. And uh, a lot going on tomorrow in Brook Hill. And, uh, and that's exciting. Oh, man. We've talked about a lot. We haven't even mentioned track yet. Track track. Been, you mean they're running track? That makes me tired. Yeah. I. You know, I actually watched our middle schoolers run some track today, and I thought, yeah, that's torture. <laughs> if something, if I'm running, Brett, you better take off too because something's chasing us. <laughs> <laughs> that would be um, funny because I don't know if
1: I've ever seen you run anywhere. Near me.
0: I got to be honest, man. I, I don't know if I've seen myself run a long time. I mean, here, here's the thing. Here's what I, yeah, The reason why I don't coach track is I just keep it real simple. Run fast, turn left, jump over anything in front of you. If you follow those three rules, you're going to win. Okay. I mean, cool. but we have some guys who can go, you know, we had a lot of state qualifiers last year. And I wish I had the list in front of me. We have we have one of the best female hurdlers in the state. Katie Fitzgerald was one state in, in the hurdles a couple of times now. Hey, um, that,
1: that, didn't you you mention her before? Like, yeah, she's a
0: stud, stud court, soccer player. Okay. I thought so. Stud cheerleader. I mean she's she's the real deal in everything. Um, but a, a multiple time state track meet winner in the hurdles. Uh, a kid, I'm excited to watch on the girls' side Savannah oddly, right? We've seen her on the basketball court, um, but she's going to run the 800 and high jump, I believe, right now. And, and looking at her times and her heights from last year, she's going to have a legitimate chance to win the state track meet in both of those events potentially. Um, but
1: uh, Coach Hubbard does track. The yeah. other,
0: yeah, yeah, the yeah. other, the other, not my wife, Coach Hubbard. That's yeah, we've volleyball, had to really
1: volleyball, Coach Hubbard,
0: volleyball, Coach Hubbard. Yeah, we've had to really kind of work on what we're going to call this. So. Um, but yeah, the girls team is not it's not a huge group, but it does have some very strong contenders. On the guy side, I think they have enough guys to go out and you know, win win some meets. Um couple of great field event guys. You got uh Alexander Huttaniemi is a great thrower. He Ooh. went to the state track meet last year. Alexander uh, like the Great. Yeah, right. you got some other guys who are gonna throw this year. I believe Aaron Pekarinen is throwing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got some you got some meat up there to throw Oh, the shot and the discus. Um, jumpers, we we lost. Uh, you know, uh, Jacob D. last year, basketball player, he he was a, a very good high jumper. Mm-hmm. Um, pole Walter, I, I tell you, I'm excited. Listen to this, Brett. If you want to see a pole Walter, we have a freshman this year named Cal Grubbs. Cal's, Cal's dad, Chad, listens to Fire the Cannon okay. regularly. It's 56 minutes in today, so maybe he's still listening. But I love watching Cal pole vault. And I'm excited about watching Cal as he goes throughout the year. Hope he gets a chance to do so uh, and, and do well. He, as a middle schooler the last few years, not only was he winning middle school track meets, he was he was getting the heights that would have won him a bunch of high school track meets. So wow. it'll be fun to see how Cal progresses. Um, And then uh, on the running side, I'm excited. We got a lot of new guys that are out there running track. Uh, your nephew, Tyler, will be out yeah. there. And,
1: okay, Tyler's running some track. He, he's run track the last couple of years in Bullard, so – I'm Tyler excited. can run, not, man.
0: He can he's run. Pretty fast.
1: He's not related to me technically by blood, but he's he's pretty fast. It's, he's got track in the blood, though. Well, Tony, Tony, was a, Of course, Tony ran long distance. Tyler's got yeah. that short distance uh, speed.
0: Well, you know, if he ever has to get chased by something, I mean, he, he can win short distance. I don't know. But Tyler's going to do well. We have a bunch of guys who, who advanced to last year to the, to the state track meet. I'm excited about watching them. You know, we, I mentioned earlier in the show we host a bunch of track meets. Um, and, and those are, you know, I don't know if Medicine wants to broadcast track meet. That'd be interesting. No, However, we
1: talked about it. It's just, how would you I mean, have to have like several different cameras? I don't know. We've, we've thought about trying to track meet at some point. Yeah.
0: Well, you you can get me firing the gun. I do fire the gun. I don't fire the cannon, but I do fire the pistol and all the track meets except for the district one. I want the cannon to, to work. That would be cool. What if they let me fire the cannon at every the start of every race? Oh. That oh. would... We could I, use that for our intro. You know, honestly, I'm gonna work on that. I think we could pull it off. I don't wear earplugs when I fire the pistol, which is a stupid decision because um usually about the fifth or sixth time I fire that thing, I'm I'm deaf for the next week. But um, I can imagine I could, with the cannon I have to put the earplugs I in. See it now, your our intro, we get you firing <laughs> off the cannon and then we fade in
1: you know, we, in, you know we, we should go video we should go video with this. People don't get to see video they're listening to it but i, I do i think that the fire of the cannon needs to transition at some point and get the video on i think that'd be you know people, <sighs> people want to see us but that would be a cool video intro you know you got coach hubbard down there on the track you know firing the cannon off the smoke goes up fade in with some music oh, it's perfect
0: i'm liking the way that sounds um but hey, let, us,
1: let us know if you'd like to hear or you'd like to see the video oh, like let us know like, like we, we'll take we, we can still do the audio, but let us know if you want to post the, uh, the
0: YouTube. We'll never, in- we'll, we'll never get coaches on here if they're going to be, or we'll get coaches who like dress up for it. You know, yeah. I can see they can, can wear see their
1: the- outfit or or wear their, uh, you know, their game I, attire.
0: I can see like Coach Collins in a nice button down shirt with a sweater vest on. Uh, you know, have like his dog sitting beside him. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, yeah. You know, why not?
1: Um, it, could be, it could be a real lot of fun.
0: You know we can get uh coach cofer just to flex the whole time next time we have coach cofer on uh yeah, yeah right we need to
1: get the students on here i still think we need to get a couple of uh, athletes on here
0: jeremy man maybe you know we have a lot of things to work listen throwing
1: this, this, my ideas out there you
0: know? this this is this has been a very um successful at times questionable at times adventure for this year and we've learned some things from it like we have we, we've learned some things that we can do better um mainly like find somebody who's not a basketball coach to help out during the winter sports. So we don't completely ignore the winter. Um,
1: The odd thing was I thought, man, we're going to have lots of episodes because he's going to want to do basketball. And then it's like, you know, it was so busy that, you know,
0: yeah, well busy and like, man, I got to watch film or whatever, but yeah, we need to get it done. So it will get better. And the video thing is not a terrible idea, but we just, you know, we'll make
1: it special. Like Sometimes we have a video version or something.
0: Some of our coaches have faces made for radio. So we just, eh, you know, you know. I, I didn't say anybody in particular.
1: but You just, you just threw everybody under the bus. Tomorrow they're going to listen to this, and they're going to they're all think that it was them you were talking about.
0: I was only talking about Coach Agnew, but anyway. Um, wow. Yeah, don't at me, bro. Anyway,
1: Brett, we have. I want him, I want him on his throw, I want him in his throwback jersey he had on the night for you guys' game. He, he listen. I feel like he was on. one of the students at his hat on,
0: had his throwback jersey. You've never seen Coach Agnew dance. My man Agnew can dance, and the and the kids beg him to dance all the time. He was wearing the Fresh Prince jersey, but my man does the Carlton better than Carlton did.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's it's Maybe, that, maybe
1: we need to have him on doing his dance. That would be entertaining.
0: He would probably do it. You give him a Whataburger gift card, he'll do anything. <laughs> Truthfully. Oh man. Truthfully. Oh. Well, what about the tennis? Tennis is going strong. Man, golly. And they're finally getting everybody back. I know that I mean another one of the basketball players, Juliana Myers, will be going out and she's a the girls will have a great chance to be successful down the road, the guys too, and they're kind of getting kicked off. And so we'll kind of follow them as we go along. I am not gonna broadcast a tennis match because you talk about me not knowing anything about soccer. Put me in front of a tennis match. I'll really fault. be lost.
1: Fault. Foot fault.
0: Yeah, I'm not fault. sure what fault 40, means. 40 um, 15. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I want to play basketball by that scoring method. How you go from yeah. 0 to 15 to 30 I, to 40.
1: I still don't understand why it's that way. I, I don't understand why, it's, why it goes 15 to 30, then to 40. Why doesn't it go 45? I don't
0: know. Speaking of national treasures, we have one as our tennis coach, Hutton Jones, by the way. Okay. Coach Jones is a national treasure. He also is a country and western singer. That's a whole other story for a whole other episode. Because he
1: needs to sing the the theme song for the uh, Fire of the Cannon.
0: Yes, you know, look him up on Spotify, Hutton Jones, and it's there. You'll you'll. You to, thank,
1: we need to have him. He can write us a song for the Fire of the Cannon.
0: You can thank me later, Hutton Jones on Spotify. Okay, thank me later. All right, guys, an hour and two minutes, by far the longest episode, but a lot to get in. Make sure you're at the soccer games tonight, five and seven at Harrington Stadium. Uh, Softball is home at five thirty. Uh, a lot going on. Follow us on social media on Twitter uh, at Brook Hill Guard, Instagram at Brook Hill Guard, Facebook at Brook Hill Guard Athletics. Follow NetSN on YouTube, follow NetSN Live on Twitter. Uh, there's, I think, there's an NetSN Facebook too. Yeah, follow all that. And uh, man, if you want more you. of
1: this, if you want more of this, tune in tonight.
0: Uh, or if you want, <laughs> you shouldn't have said that. Nobody's gonna watch now. All right. We'll see you next time, guys, here on Fire the Cannon. Thanks for listening. Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.